0: Like the great John Bon Jovi said, we're halfway there. Whoa, whoa, living on a prayer.
1: That's the cold open right there.
0: <laughs> I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is
2: Scott. Hey, yo. Is that product? It's be- Jeff, the green, rise to the top oh yeah. And you're listening to
0: all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro.
2: The fully postable,
0: have your own wrestle menu with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made sold separately from Elk Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling.
1: Hey, welcome to episode 286 of the Fully Opposable Wrestling Figure Podcast, longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, who isn't feeling well, but he is mustering up to get through this show, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Yeah, you really are feeling good, dude. You sound hell of like, ugh. <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> the streak will not be broken, damn it. So I guess I should ask,
1: how you doing? Uh,
0: been better. Been better. But look, I don't want to complain about me. I was complaining about being tired last week, and here we are. Scott's not feeling good this week. Like, Look, when I die, put on my tombstone. I told you I wasn't feeling well. <laughs> so if that happens over the next week or two, just put that on there.
1: 40 years later can we put that on your tombstone yes
0: i told you i wasn't feeling well
1: yeah you'll be 88 or 89 dude <laughs> you should still be good i knew i
0: shouldn't have had that last drink
1: <laughs> this drunk podcast ah that's a whole separate thing <laughs> uh so what's going on dude how was your three day
0: oh, it was nice man it was nice we had an impromptu gathering on well not gathering we had eddie and his wife over on saturday um sunday had brother and sister-in-law over and just hung out and barbecued and used the pool and it was great dude monday was kind of a nice recovery day just kind of watching movies and hanging out but yeah it was a good couple of days filled with barbecues and floating in the pool it was a good time how about you
1: I was good, dude. Saturday was uh, Celeste and I's anniversary, and we went out to the Vacaville outlets to kind of get us new wardrobes and everything. Nice. Happy Uh, anniversary. Oh, thank you. Ten ten years.
0: Ten years. Whoa. (laughs) That's common law marriage at this point, my friend.
1: Ah, not in California. I've already looked into that, my friend. (laughs) Don't think that I haven't already done my research on that. (laughs) She's not getting half of this wrestling figure collection. (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) These are all mine.
1: I'm waiting for her to come out of the bedroom in three to no no, nothing yeah so 10 years we went to the uh, outlets we got ourselves all new wardrobes and stuff like that kind of had a nice little day and then sunday went to her sister's kind of hung out at her pool just had a nice relaxing day out there and then monday was basically cleaning up around here you know we hadn't done that in a while so boring adult stuff you know
0: yeah i got you and uh this weekend is supposed to be in the hundreds so good times
1: that is swamp crotch galore right there
0: oh yeah yeah, <laughs> bat wings all weekend.
1: Manscaped, use code WFP20. I'm just Oh, kidding. wait,
0: that <laughs> well, might have expired.
1: That expired, I think, a year ago or something. Anyways, <laughs> I think you're right, yeah. If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling ProWrestlingTees or net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram Fully Opposable, WF. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on FullyPosablePodcast.com. Download that Podbean app if you're on the go, and you can go all the way back to episode one and do a binge listen if you want to. Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes, Scott. We got a review.
0: Really? Yes. It's been a bit. That's awesome.
1: A bit. A bit. Gave us sweet five stars. It comes in from, I hope I pronounce this, D-Y-L-B-O Shaggins. Well, I got Shaggins right. I don't know about the Dilbo.
0: Bilbo? Okay, so I'm guessing that's a play on Bilbo Baggins from the hmm. Lord of the Rings.
1: Is that a Chappelle Show character?
0: No, it is not. Oh. No, that he wasn't one of the guys at the dice game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God, Chappelle Show was so good, dude.
0: It's, oh my gosh. You can't really call it underrated because everybody still loves it. But man, when uh-huh. you did a show back in the mid-2000s, you only went, what, two or three seasons? and people still talking about you 16 years later, you did something right. But yes, amazing show.
1: Yep. Uh, the review is titled The OGs of WFP. This review comes a half decade late. Never too late, man.
0: Never too late, especially when they're five stars.
1: I've been listening to Scott and Jeff since before I got back into wrestling figure collecting and largely, oh, my current hobbies, collecting and wrestling figure data. Oh, uh, Dylan to them. Dylan's uh, the lead guy at the Wrestling Figure Database.
0: Oh, nice. Thank you, Dylan.
1: They were the first and at the time only people talking about wrestling figures and they did so with infectious fondness and kindness that you couldn't help feel the lure of the hobby you once loved. Sorry, this review comes after enjoying years of content. I'm a bad person. No, you're not, dude. You've <laughs> actually given us a, a great website, like Wrestling Figure Database, to uh, go on and see all the figures that have been put out over the years, starting from Popey all the way up to now, and even, even giving us a deep dive on certain wrestlers. So, like, every Ric Flair is up there, every Bret Hart is just so on and so far. So thank you for putting together a great website and thank you again for the review.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Dylan. And yeah, the wrestling figure database, that is a great tool to use while we're doing our nostalgia segment, especially if you're going back and doing the binge listens. And we're talking about like LJNs, uh, Galoobs, especially Remco's. Cause a lot of people were unfamiliar with the Remco's when we were talking about them. Uh, it got quite a few people into it and that makes me happy. So yeah, definitely check out wrestling figure database.
1: Ring skirts. We're sorry to your wallet. Because he got into the Remco's because of us.
0: Yeah, but if he got into them early enough, he's not paying those inflated prices now. I think he did. Oh, no.
1: No, no, no. I'm sorry. He did get into them earlier.
0: Good, good. So he's not paying $400 for a set of uh, Rose and Summers.
1: Oh, are you kidding me? Lo- loose. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude.
0: It's insane, dude. It is insane. Remco's blew up. Yeah, you think that guy's still going to sell me the loose set of Rose and Summers for 60 at the toy show?
1: Thoughts and prayers.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll keep my fingers crossed on that one.
1: <laughs> uh, Dylan, thank you so much for the review. We appreciate it. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fully at gmail dot com. I'm still crying over the ten years, Scott.
0: <laughs> I'm sure Celeste is thrilled with that.
1: I'm hoping she has her headphones on in the other room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you really wanted to come in and start swinging.
1: swinging kicking everything dude (laughs)
0: yeah you're in for it if she hears this good thing she never listens to the show
1: daddy likes this no i'm just kidding what what (laughs) what scott i'm gonna switch it on over to the good brother giveaway gbm was kind enough to put up a variant oh wait she is staring at me (laughs) oh boy Oh, she gave me the desk. Uh,
0: and you're sleeping on the couch. I'd call us even.
1: <laughs> good Brother Mike was kind enough to give away a variant Greg the Hammer Valentine. And I interviewed with Good Brother Mike earlier this evening. So I would like to jump into that. So let's turn it over to Good Brother Mike. And joining us is Good Brother Mike. GBM, how have you been, man?
3: Jeff, what's going on? It's nice to be back on the show with you.
1: We were kind of talking before we jumped on, but... I was noticing like the last time I had talked to you, like on the phone and granted you and I have a bunch of group chats that we're in, whether it's with you and Scott or you and Norm, you know, we got a group chats going on all over the place. But at the same time, I was like, the last, I don't even remember the last time we talked on the phone. I think it was late last year.
3: Yeah. I mean, we text almost every day, pretty much every day or, you know, me and you, Norm, me, you, Scott, like you said, but yeah, it had been a while. And that's what I was thinking about the other day. I was in Target and I seen that Hammer Chase figure, and you're not just gonna leave it there. I mean, I already have one, but I'm like, yeah, it's been a while. Maybe we'll do a giveaway. There
1: you go, man. We like the way you uh, we like the way you think, dude. How you been? What's new in your world?
3: Not too much, uh, you know. Just I'm still out there uh, hunting picking up stuff here and there i just picked up the comma not too long ago nice that's a a pretty nice figure uh picked up the Zelina uh, like a week or two maybe so 85s hit here pretty quickly after 84s did Mm -hmm. i mean they sat and we had 84s in walmart for a little bit but they just started hitting target and now walmart's are getting the 85s which is good to see but now i'm all caught up on that and i gotta wait for the next set already
1: gotcha um and you've actually started collecting the AEW figures which i'm ki- i'll be honest with you i'm kind of surprised by it. and the reason i'm surprised by that is because you you've always been a WWF guy
3: yeah yeah for you WWF, to jump WWE. Mm-hmm. yeah for
1: you to jump into that pool of AEW figures i was kind of surprised by
3: yeah people were like kind of questioning it also because i don't really watch AEW on tv mm-hmm like, well, if you don't watch it, why would you collect the figures? But I'm a figure collector. I like wrestling. And I think I'm more of like, I like the figures more than the products sometimes. I, mean, <laughs> I know WWE has been struggling a little bit here and there to put out, you know, right, a good product. But I'm a collector, you know. So there's another line. And I, uh, yeah, got into it and got pr- almost everything they've put out so far.
1: Yeah, you were mentioning that before we started talking was that you are now getting into those or you've collected almost everything. Are you going to jump into the unmatched series?
3: Uh That line actually, I believe just went up for pre-order today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember my days get so messed up with my work schedule, but uh, I did put an order in for that. The uh... Yeah. I, I've, I've bashed ringside a lot because of their packaging, but, mm-hmm. You know, with these, you know, you got to get the protectors to get a good figure. And I've seen a lot of people posting, getting chase figures in their order. Mm-hmm. So if that's, you know, might be an easier way to get a chase figure, I figure, what the hell, I'll try it out.
1: So allegedly, you get a chase figure. It's, not everybody does get the chase figure, but
3: right, right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly, it, it seems like there's a there's a better chance of you getting one that way. Yes, I mean, I did find the MJF in the store Mm -hmm. but he was the only one so far you were actually
1: watching the product last night weren't you
3: yeah i was home i put it on and it was actually pretty entertaining and i guess if i do sit down and watch it i might like it but you know i've seen here and there watched didn't really you know pique my interest too much but last night the show i thought was really good and then you know they do like the lights out lights come on and it's malachi black yeah that that was a big surprise that you know you don't Get any spoilers for that? He's just there, which I kind of figured, you know, he would end up there. But the way they did it was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he's still continuing with the eye, so that that that's kind of neat to see.
1: Yeah, I like that. Uh, continuation of the story. I I I do dig that. I think that's pretty cool. So, outside of wrestling figures, is there anything else that you're collecting?
3: Not really. I I mean, I picked up some uh, of those new he-man figures for uh the cleaner Mm -hmm. i got the skell god and the battle cat seen those in target the other day and i know he said he wanted those so i hit him up and he he was oh yeah man he's like let me know how much i'll paypal you right away so picked a couple of those up for him but other than wrestling i i I can't really get into much of anything else
1: now when you said the he-man figures are you talking about the new highly articulated ones
3: yeah that revelation
1: yeah those are cool looking. And that's one of those like I want those but there's no way I'm jumping into that pool.
3: Yeah, they look really cool. I actually seen like the display, like the shipper display at one of my Walmarts the other day with all like the He-Man, Skeletor, Evil-Lyn, Moss Man. Yeah. And the Moss Man looks really cool cuz he kind of reminds me of like Bigfoot, which <laughs> I have an interest in.
1: My favorite comedian of all time had a joke about Bigfoot. He goes He's all, I believe Bigfoot is blurry. There is an out of focus monster running around.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because nobody can get like a clear picture of it. Right,
1: right, right. right. Oh God, he was so good. Anyways, it's one of those things regarding going back to the He-Man I'm actually interested to see if the cartoon makes me want to pick up some of those highly articulated figures. But again, that's one of those. I can't get into that. Then if I jump into that, I've got to give up something else. And there's really nothing else to give up. And unless I give up the NECA backs of the future figures, which I don't foresee me giving those up. So, but I can't wait for that cartoon to come out for he man with that. Kevin Smith is doing
3: right. And then that might entice more younger kids to get into it.
1: Uh huh. And, and that's that's
3: that's that's basically how it was when we were little, like you seen like a cartoon or something on TV and then you see the figures in the store and you're like, oh, man, I got to have those.
1: Yep. The cartoon is what drew us in to the toys. And that's that's what I'm really curious about. The He-Man series, you know, because I see a dad sitting down watching the He-Man cartoon on Netflix. The son or daughter is going to walk in. They're gonna start watching it, and they're like, "Hey, is there any toys of this?" <laughs> oh, baby, let's head down to Target.
3: Yeah, and then, and then that's when the wallet heat comes in.
1: Oh yeah, oh big time, big time, man. <laughs> out of curiosity, is there a is there any shortage of figures out there, or? Yeah,
3: it depends on it. Just depends on what store you go to. I mean, we have some WalMarts that you know the aisle, like the action figure aisle with like the He-Man. I mean, it's kind of bare. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll have like the He-Man and the Skeletor, but that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that Rise of Evil two-pack. I seen a few, like a few of those on the shelf still. The other day, that was pretty popular, and yeah, they got like a restock, and now they're kind of sitting there. But I think it just depends on, you know, the line, like like the Marvel and the DC. That stuff comes in, and you know, initially it'll get wiped out, and then they get a restock, and they kind of sit there because you know people got what they wanted, and now the stores are getting more, and which is kind of shitty, because, you know, you. I want this on the pegs, I want this on the pegs, and then once you have it, you're good. Then they get more in, and it just kind of sits there.
1: Yeah. What about for the Legends? Are you seeing a lot of those on Target's pegs?
3: Oh, yeah. We, a uh, few weeks ago, I was in the store checking out the figures, and the girl walked up, and she had two cases of the Legends in her hands. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, which ones you got there? She's like, oh, well, we, we just... Got assigned, like, a new warehouse, and these just came in, and it was two boxes of Series 7. Yeah. I'm like, oh, geez. So, like, we got a bunch of Heenan's on the shelf. We got some Volkovs still there. I actually seen the Cena. They had, like, three or four of them, and he was on clearance already. Already? Already.
1: Oh, my God.
3: But not the Heenan, just the Cena was on clearance. So I don't know if they have a, you know, an overstock of him in the back or something, but... yeah. (laughs) clearance already i mean i think it was like 1699 so not too much but mm-hmm. yeah i mean heenan has been out for how many years now
1: uh, uh i think only one if even that
3: but he, okay well yeah Cena's like the newest one and he's clearance already but uh, meanwhile you mm-hmm. know seen the Heenans are everywhere
1: and you're also going back and completing your hasbro collection aren't you
3: i'm working on it i'm getting, I'm getting pretty close
1: so what was your most recent pickup
3: um, I actually just picked up uh, the second set of the bushwhackers to kind of upgrade the set that I had because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have the hats right. for them so I picked up a set of bushwhackers with the hats.
1: Where'd you find those at?
3: On Mercari.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. How much did you pay for those? Because I know those prices kind of fluctuate on those.
3: Uh, I think I got them like right around. It was like one. 40 but i had like some stuff that i sold off so i didn't it wasn't really anything out of pocket
1: Oh, okay cool cool
3: cool i'm trying to i'm trying to like kind of keep the wallet heat down so i'm trying to, (sighs) to move some stuff to accumulate some money where i'm not you know paying out of pocket too much
1: right right sell off some stuff to purchase some stuff right
3: yeah seems like a lot of people are selling stuff off these days kind of i don't know if it's downsizing you know getting rid of stuff that you know you didn't really need when you got it but you had to have it at the time
1: like me sitting on a pile of vaders over here
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. how, how big is that stack by the way
1: next question how are you doing man <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah actually, i actually haven't seen any i haven't seen any vaders here in few weeks now
1: well you know what's funny is the vaders have now switched over to the Cenas because norm sent you that picture out here where he was sitting on what 17 Cena's or something like that he counted
3: yeah. yeah we. i i actually ran into a store one day where i think there was like 15 or 17 eddies
1: and it's funny too because eddie was one of the first ones snatched up out here it's so crazy the difference of collecting between over there and over here it's just crazy man
3: I mean, maybe the distribution or like what you like. I, don't know, I mean, can't really explain it.
1: But GBM, you are doing a giveaway. And what this giveaway is, is a variant Greg the Hammer Valentine legend. Speaking of the legends, you are giving one away on behalf of us. And so we thank you big time. And I think I'll turn it over to you to announce the winner.
3: Uh, yeah, as long as everybody followed the rules, like followed, retweeted, all that good stuff. Uh, We did pick a winner, and uh, the winner of the hammer chase figure is at short underscore MC underscore short.
1: Short McShort. Congratulations. Short McShort. (laughs) Short McShort. Congratulations. You have seven days to hit us up. Send us your information. Tell us that you listened, and then we'll get your information. We'll get you your figure. Congratulations. GBM, are yes. are you are you After you get done collecting the Hasbros, are you going to go back to collecting anything else, like maybe LJNs, uh, maybe some certain Jax figures, any Galoobs, anything like that?
3: I am not sure. I do have a handful of the LJNs, but with the way prices are, I am a lot farther away from a complete collection of those, so <laughs> I'm not sure if I'll go that route or not. I have some of the Galoobs, but... None of the UK ones, and those are pricey themselves. Yep. But, yeah, I think uh, I still got to work on the Hasbros. I still need the Evil Crush, the Yoko in white from the Green Card series. Mm -hmm. Uh, I need a handful of accessories, like the chains from both Razor Ramones. I don't have the yellow King of the Ring. I might be missing one of the other rings also. Gotcha. The the Macho Man, not the Macho King on the rear end, but the Macho Man. I don't have that one. And then, you know, the Malaways.
1: Yeah. Did we ever tell you, or I don't know if we've ever told the story on the show, but back in 93, we had purchased the second Razor, or we had purchased a Razor, and uh, we had an extra set of gold chain. Well, one of my buddies, who's still one of my best friends to this day, his name is Nathan, Nathan goes, uh, hey, dude, by chance, do you have any extra gold chains for Razor? And I was like, funny you just mentioned that. We just bought an extra Razor, and we have an extra gold chain. I'll bring it into you. And he goes, cool, thanks, man. And I was like, yeah, and you can have it, you know. And uh, I go, yeah, I'll bring it into you at school. So the next day at school, I bring him the gold chain. And so Scott picks me up from school that day, and I get into his truck. And Scott goes, hey, dude, I'm missing one of Razor's gold chains. He goes, we should have two. And I said, oh, yeah, I gave that to Nathan. Uh, we had an extra one, so I thought I'd give it to him. And I'm sitting facing forward, but you know how when you can feel someone giving you a death stare?
3: Oh, yeah, you, you can sense that.
1: Definitely. Yes. So the truck isn't moving, and I feel this death stare, and I look over at Scott, and he goes, you did what? I said, <laughs> oh, I gave it to Nathan. Uh, there's, we had an extra one. He goes, dude, you better call Nathan the second we get home and tell him to bring that gold chain back to school tomorrow because you were not supposed to give that to him. And I was like, but we had an extra one. He goes, I don't give a shit. He goes, you get that gold chain and bring it back to me tomorrow after school. I'm like, okay. So I get (laughs) get it home. I call Nathan. I was like, hey, Nathan, you know that gold chain I gave you? (laughs) He goes, yeah. (laughs) I was like, I wasn't supposed to give you that. Scott's going to kill me. I need that chain back tomorrow or I'll be dead.
3: And he Or goes, I'll be dead.
1: I'll be dead. He goes, oh, dude. He goes, okay, I understand, man. And I think Scott was hanging out in the hallway making sure I called Nathan to get the gold chain back <laughs> from, from him. And so I kind of turned around and Scott kind of went back into another room to play video games. And so I kind of went out of my room and I was all, I'm getting the gold chain back tomorrow. He's all, yeah, make sure Nathan brings that gold chain to you tomorrow. I'm like, okay. Scott was so pissed. I think I can count on my one hand how many times in my lifetime Scott has, like, literally wanted to kill me, and I think that was one of them.
3: Well, if, if you can count them on one hand, I guess that's a good thing.
1: I think I'm doing well in 42 years. <laughs>
3: right, right. But, yeah, you can definitely sense when, you know, you're getting that death stare. Oh, yeah, like, dude. I'm, uh, uh-oh. <laughs>
1: I'm looking straight forward, and I'm like, why isn't the truck moving? man, I feel like somebody's staring at me and Scott like is like leaning over in the truck. And he's like, you son of a bitch.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I have a younger brother and yeah, I, I do recall a few times where, yeah, get that. I'm going to kill you.
1: <laughs> did he ever like
3: break? You, bre- you, you broke something of mine. Like,
1: <laughs> did he ever break any of your toys?
3: Oh, I'm sure he did. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. That's...
3: I, I do remember, like, times where, like, we'd be, like, messing around and I'd, like, hurt him or something, and he'd start crying. and be oh, no, dude, dude, uh, just stop crying. Don't tell on me. You know, I'll, I'll give you this or I'll do this for you just so I wouldn't get in trouble. But, <laughs> oh. yeah, there was definitely times where it was like, I'm going to kill you, kind of like in Dumb and Dumber with, like, Harry. I'm going to kill you, Lloyd. <laughs> when he had an extra pair of gloves.
1: Yes you oh. had that
3: extra pair of gloves this whole time? Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're in the Rockies.
1: <laughs> Harry, you're alive. And a horrible shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Uh, sh- at short underscore Mick underscore short. Congratulations. You have seven days to hit us up to claim your Greg the Hammer Valentine. And GBM, we thank you so much for putting this figure up for us.
3: Yeah, it's been a while, so I figured uh, let's do it again and maybe not wait so long until we do the next one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, next time I'm going to drag Scott on, I will make sure that he is on so we can all have a fun little conversation.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I like last time when we were able to talk to all three of us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Gbm, thank you. Short underscore mix. Short. Congratulations, and Gbm. Until we text again tomorrow,
3: or that, yeah, most likely,
1: or actually probably tonight. While you're on your way to work, you'll we'll probably be texting something about with with Norm or Scott.
3: Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I've, I've 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 had to kind of silence. The uh, texting, so I can get my naps in. But then, you know, once I'm up, then I start responding. But yeah, Norm likes to text a lot. So,
1: oh, by the way, quick before we go, favorite figure so far this year?
3: Ooh, it's been six months. So I don't even remember two days ago, let alone what's come out this year.
1: <laughs> You're collecting stuff all the time. You can't remember what you. I bought. know.
3: I get so <laughs> much stuff, in I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um. Actually, I think I, I kind of like that uh, Jurassic Express exclusive that they did with Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Uh-huh. The packaging on that's like really big. It's bigger than I thought it would be, but the way they have it set up and displayed, I think that looks really cool. I, I, I really like that one.
1: I like how they have Jungle Boy carrying Luchasaurus in one and Luchasaurus carrying Jungle Boy in another.
3: Yeah, I, I, I was wondering if that was like a mix up initially and then they just ran with it, like, oh, we'll just sell that as a variant, or if <laughs> that was, like, purposely done that way.
1: So that's your favorite figure this year so far?
3: I think so, as of recently.
1: Oh, okay. As you said, you don't remember what you purchased a week ago?
3: Uh, yeah, I got so much stuff. Maybe, like, <laughs> the Hasbro editions that I've bought throughout the year so far, like Adam Bomb, 123 Kid, the Billy and Bart gun. Oh, like, yeah. Like, those are, those are big additions to the Hasbro collection, uh, like, you know. But that's some big. I don't know. I like it. I like everything. Otherwise, I wouldn't buy it.
1: That's some big boy spending right there. GBM, thank you again for coming on and offering up the Greg the Hammer Valentine. GBM, you know we love you over here, man.
3: Feelings are mutual.
1: All right. Have a good one, dude.
3: All right, guys. See
1: ya. GBM, we cannot thank you enough, man, for putting that out. So congratulations to at short underscore MC underscore short. Congratulations. You do have seven days to slide into our DMs. Give us all your information. Let us know you listened. And then we will send you the variant Greg the Hammer Valentine, which is awesome. Because now that cons are opening up, now that signings are opening back up, Greg, the hammer Valentine's going to be at these things. And guess what? Boom, you can get the sign. So again, congratulations. You have seven days to hit us up and GBM. We can't thank you enough, man.
0: Yeah. Congrats, dude. And GBM. Thanks again, my friend.
1: Scott, did you do any toy spot?
0: Uh, just the, the, uh, Cobra Island re-releases on target. I jumped on cause the only figure I'm missing out of the Joe classified set is the Cobra trooper. So I went ahead and picked him up, set him up for store delivery so that I wouldn't have to pay for shipping because, yes, I am that cheap bastard. And I should have him this coming Thursday, actually. So that's the only toy spotting I did.
1: Gotcha. No jumping on wrestling figures or anything?
0: No, not yet. Although I am keeping an eye on Amazon for that Hogan uh, fan takeover or the the fan vote, ultimate
1: edition. Ah, gotcha. I think a lot of people are waiting for that one. And the Jeff Hardy, I should say.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty cool looking. Um, it was brought to my attention through the chick Foley uh, Facebook group that the Hogan, I think you pointed it out too, Jeff, is going to have the stubble on the face. Mm-hmm. So ugh, it's going to be a wait and see. I'll, I'll kind of see how it looks. And if I like the face sculpts, it's mine. But I have some concerns.
1: Okay, what are your concerns?
0: That it's going to look funky. Because the, the stubble is perfect for the NWO Hogan, but it's not perfect for WrestleMania 9 Hogan. So, that's my concern is it's going to look funky. So, I kind of want to see some pictures. More pictures, I should say.
1: Okay. Understandable. Uh, I can't wait for both of those to hit, dude. I want the Jeff. I want the Hogan.
0: Oh, yeah. The Hardy's sweet.
1: And plus, I'm all in on these Ultimate Editions now, dude. These things are awesome, man.
0: Yeah. 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 Pricey, but yes. Amazing.
1: Yeah. They're 30 bucks. I mean, okay. That's still pricey but I mean with the extra heads and the extra arms and all the accessories and
0: uh. oh yeah the value's there for sure it's it's an easy sell
1: yeah absolutely I picked oh I got the uh, X-Pac fan takeover figure oh nice you had pre-ordered it I did and it came in and it's actually pretty cool
0: oh very cool so you ordered X-Pac and you received yes. X-Pac yes nice so you didn't get a bunch of mechanical pencils like poor Justin Summers did
1: I still want Justin to just sit there and click the mechanical pencils like (laughs) Yes. Well drumming his fingers
0: like looking at a picture of just Amazon.
1: (laughs) I'm going to spay and neuter these mechanical pencils. (laughs) (laughs) I'm clicking in your
0: general direction, Amazon. (laughs)
1: just kidding justin we love you man i feel bad for him, dude i mean that's oh i do too that's horrible that's nobody can top that one i mean get mechanical pencils over a johnny gargano figure what the you know anyways yeah yeah also from special guest sean he brought me my ricky steamboat motu figure my macho man motu figure and my roddy piper motu figure so i'm glad to have those i I, I, those are figures dude that i don't want to get into but I think I'm able to just pick off one here and there. So like special guest Sean has had these for a while. So I paid him way back in the day. Okay. So they were already signed, sealed and delivered. And he just brought those to me. Um, Have you seen the revelations figures for he man? Yes, I have dude. That's going to be one of those. I'm going to be watching the cartoon and I'm going to be like, man, I can't get into the revelations and I'm going to start eyeballing them. And I'm like, maybe if I just get he man, no, I can't do it. Okay, maybe He-Man and Skeletor. That won't that won't break the budget or that won't break the bank. No, I can't do it. You know, you're gonna have that inner internal debate going on inside you.
0: And then before you know it, you have a Castle Grayskull in your living room.
1: Oh, did you get one? No, <laughs> no.
0: Oh. I'm talking about you. <laughs>
1: oh, oh.
0: No, I did not get a Castle Grayskull. No matter how much you and Travis continue to badger me, I have not yet purchased the Castle Grayskull.
1: I like how you added a yet.
0: I have to throw it in because you can't say never, right?
1: Is it bold, italicized, and underlined? Yes. And highlighted?
0: Yes. With little uh, asterisks on either side of it to really make it stand
1: out. Asterisks like what they put in front of Barry Bond stats?
0: Exactly. Yes. Juiced numbers.
1: (laughs) I'm just kidding. They didn't throw any asterisks in front of Bonds. Yeah. Just kidding,
0: Barry, if you're listening.
1: (laughs) Hey, 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 don't you knock Barry. He's one of the greatest hitters of all time.
0: I totally agree with you. I wish he had played for the Yankees.
1: I was watching a Ken Griffey Jr. documentary and he uh, he was talking about how he would never played for the Yankees. I know. That was pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I know. I read that and I'm no longer a Ken Griffey fan. No, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. I love Ken Griffey Man. Jr.
1: Ah, oh, Dude, he was one of the greatest as well. Anyways, enough baseball talk. We got to get back to the talking toys. So, Scott, what do you say we get in the news? Let's go talk about it.
0: Oh, you going to learn today.
1: Scott, in the news, Zombie Sailor signed Slick. So that goes with the one-man gang that he announced last week. So Slick will be coming in the Zombie Sailor Hasbro line. I should say retro line. Also, good smile known for their 16d figures the statue figures or the soft final figures i should say available for pre-order is hogan in red and yellow but it's hogan in the red and yellow pants so picture 2003 hogan and nwo hogan and now hogan has his hand up to his ear like he normally does traditional hogan pose and also in that is antonio enoki you can check these out on Twitter, at Smile underscore US, and you can pre-order these.
0: Nice. Are you getting a
1: set? I'm getting Hogan black and white. So it's funny, dude. I love the Hulk Hogan character, but for some reason, when he started wearing long tights, I just couldn't get into it for some reason.
0: Yeah, you liked his legs.
1: Yeah, dude. He never skipped leg day.
0: Right, right. Hogan was very religious about doing leg day in addition to arm day. That's how he got the 24-inch pythons. But yeah, you, you liked him to show his legs, not his tights. Right.
1: Right, right. It, well, it's funny too because he wore the tights during the Hogan uh, during the NWO years. Yeah, and w- I didn't mind that. But when he switched over to the red and yellow tights, or sorry, in WWF, I don't or WWE, I don't, I didn't really get into it. And I don't know if it was because I was older and I was kind of over Hogan or whatnot. But it was, I don't know. It's just something I couldn't get into. Well, no, you just prefer the old school look. That's all. That's a good point. So check out Good Smile underscore US on Twitter for those. Also, Steve Ozer on the Wrestling Figs message boards. Somebody asked him, So Legends 12 is this fall, then when is Legends 11? As 10 drops in July, and will any of them be online only? Steve replied, Pre-orders for DDP and Brutus should be shipping in July, with more stock expected to go up on Target.com. They are online exclusives. Legends Series 11... Will hit targets in late July, early August, roughly. Big John Stud is running a bit behind, so expect a few weeks later. There will not be a pre sale for Series 11. Series 12 will have a pre sale. All figures in Series 11 and 12 will be available in store. Perfect. He's saying more stocks are going to go up on target.com for Brutus and DDP, so we can get our Brutus figures.
0: Yes, our, our ties, if you will.
1: Yes. So that's good news. Um, I know you were getting concerned about Brutus and DDP, so there you go, Scott.
0: Yeah, well, I'm skipping DDP entirely, but yeah, getting definitely concerned about Brutus. I definitely want to pick up two of those.
1: Gotcha. Uh, are you going to Silicon Valley Con? Um,
0: I, it's tricky because that's next month, right? That's in August?
1: Yeah, late August.
0: August is super tricky for me because, as I said, we're doing SummerSlam. Oh, by the way, it looks like the location that we had picked for the Drunk Wrestling History meetup is changing because there's a fight that night. I believe it's a Pacquiao fight.
1: At the Drunk Wrestling History meetup?
0: Hopefully not. So apparently there's a Pacquiao fight that night, and a lot of the bars are going to be showing that fight. And usually you have to pay more to get in. So because we're just wanting to drink and hang out and talk wrestling, we're not going to do that. So there's going to be a new location soon to be determined. And as soon as I know where that is, I will let you guys know.
1: Why don't you guys hold it in a gentleman's church?
0: Um, I mean, we could.
1: That's a drunk thing to do. We
0: could. I mean, that the cover might be higher on Saturday night.
1: And oh, good point. we
0: wouldn't necessarily be sitting there talking about wrestling.
1: So that is the most recent news. We're a couple of weeks away from San Diego comic-con. So the news is going to be light here for the next few weeks. And since Scott's not feeling good, we're just going to go right into the listener segment. Scott, I'm proud of you for uh, coming on and powering through the show. You got the uh, day quill and bang cocktail coursing through your veins.
0: I do. I do. I was feeling strong earlier, dude. If we had been doing this like two hours ago, I'd be a house of fire. Now I'm like a, a, a smoldering log.
1: <laughs> log. It's log. It's log. It's big. It's heavy. It's wood. See if anybody gets that. It's better than bad. It's good. It's good. Everyone wants a log. All right. Anyways, uh, Scott, we need to get into the listener segment. What do you say? Let's go talk to them. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people?
0: I just want to hear from my people. To listen
1: to the Scott, the first question comes in from the great, the wonderful, the delightful, the handsome one himself, Christopher Dean. Christopher says, hello again, gents. Sorry about my question last week as I broke my own rules with my tag team top 50. Oh, yes, Chris, Christopher caught himself. He broke his own rules. He said, I'd have to take out Boston Hug Connection and add the Canadian Ninjas out of Shimmer. Moving on, with it being July, the midpoint of the year, and SDCC, it's a perfect time to look back and get your opinions on the best figs so far in wrestling, Joe, or any genre. I was talking with with Jeff about this briefly, so it got me thinking. I'd have to say Jungle Express, but that Asuka coming soon, and some of the Marvel Legends specifically, the Falcon as Captain America with his flying suit, are in the running. Take care, gentlemen. Hope you had a good 4th of July. Christopher.
0: Oh, thank you, Christopher. And yes, you're right, Jeff. The handsome one himself. Mr. Dean. Always sending in the thoughtful questions. Man, I, I can't top what I said earlier this year when I saw him. I still think that Vader is figure of the year so far.
1: Out of any of the figures? Meaning- across
0: everything. Across all of it.
1: Wow, NECA, uh, Marvel Legends, anything. G.I. Joe.
0: Well, I mean, I've seen pictures, but I don't collect the Marvel Legends. I don't collect the Star Wars. So I do collect the wrestling. And that Vader, to me, so far, figure of the year. There are definitely some figures that are going to be up there in the top 10. That Edge Ultimate Edition, the Macho Man Ultimate Edition, incredible looking figures. The Liv Morgan Elite, the Zelina Vega Elite, all awesome as Christopher mentioned that upcoming Oscar great looking figures I love the Jungle Express 2-pack that he talked about that uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy great looking figures but for me top of the mark is that Vader figure
1: I'm gonna have to agree with you Vader is just a wonderful figure I mean from top to bottom it's a perfect perfect figure close second though is the Ultimate Edition Macho Man. That's a close second. And I'm already giving away my top 10 for this year as of right now. We'll see what happens in the coming months. But going outside of wrestling, one figure that I want to give it up to, and I want to thank Luis Rivera for this, a.k.a. at Senator Porcupine, a perfect figure, that Doc Brown from Back to the Future 2.
0: Ah, yes. And see, you've actually held that one in hand and seen it. I don't really pay too much attention to the Back to the Futures, but I'm sure they'd make my list if I did.
1: Oh, dude, the Doc Brown is perfect. And I know there's some Ninja Turtle fans out there going, what about the Ninja Turtles? Those are good as well from NECA. Holy crap, those things are beautiful. The Doc Brown, outside of wrestling figures, if you look at the Christopher Lloyd head, oh my God, dude, it's perfect. Like, I showed it to Mom, and Mom's like, wow, they really did a good job on uh, Doc Brown. I was like, Riot? Riot?
0: Yeah, it's really hard to turn away from those, right? And not collect them? Correct. Yeah, I, I just can't take that wallet heat. <laughs> I wish I could get <laughs> them all. Um, I would include, I, they came out last year though, the movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 4-pack, or yeah. the four figures that NECA put out. But yep. those were last year. I got them this year, but they came out last year. Great looking figures. NECA does incredible work. But if I had to go into G.I. Joe, I really like that Flint figure. They did an awesome job on the Flint, so he would be kind of my pick for Joe this year. But, well, that Snake Eyes coming out with Timber, that was going to give Flint a run for his money. But for wrestling for me, because at the end of the day, we are a wrestling figure podcast, that Vader is so far my figure of 2021.
1: Not Zartan? Mm,
0: The Zartan's awesome, and I like the Cobra Infantry figure a lot. But there's just something about that Flint. The Zartan is like 1A. It's really, really good. But I really like... The more I've looked at that Flint figure, the more I like it. But I think when that Snake Eyes figure comes out with Timber, that's going to overtake the Flint. Uh, The Retros, nothing really jumps out at me as far as the figures go. They're good, but they're pretty much re-releases of the 25th figures. So I'm not really going to pick any of those. But... that Vader is just so... I know I keep going back to it, but man. Just incredible. The accessories that come with it. The mask. Right. The maskless head. The mask to put on the maskless head. Just so well thought out by Mattel. I just love it.
1: Actually, speaking of the Vader figure, I was talking to GBM, and he says he hasn't been seeing as many Vaders. A lot of people are starting to find the John Cena around more than the Vader now. So we got to switch it up to the Cena that came with the... Uh, The Vince puppet and all the Funhouse characters from Bray Wyatt.
0: Ah, we've got Cena to keep Heenan company on the pegs.
1: So, so far, halfway point. Those are the figures of the year for us. Christopher, thank you so much for sending that in. Scott, next listener question comes in from Justin Summers.
2: Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers from Wrestling Cheers with my weekly question and you know yesterday I went on to ringside collectibles and pre-ordered myself a Britt Baker AEW unmatched series one figure and you know what I was pretty excited for it I think technically this is gonna be my first figure I've ever bought of someone who follows me on Twitter I think but regardless I'm so happy she's finally getting a figure That kind of gets me thinking you know between wwe and aew what wrestlers are you excited for them to release a figure of who's never had a figure at least by that respected company i guess that's an easier question for aew wrestlers because that's where a lot of mine come from so first and foremost i gotta go eddie kingston ethan page marco stunt and colt cabana It'll be exciting to just have a figure of Marco Stunt and Eddie Kingston, because they haven't really had one, if I'm correct. And that's not counting Cabana's micro brawler or brawlers, because I think he might have more than one. And of course not his figure's toy company figure. It's hard to think of who I would be excited for in WWE to have a figure. I mean, I gotta wonder if they'll make it to release without getting released the only person I could think of that would come close would be Cameron Grimes. I know technically Trevor Lee did also have a figure with Figures Toy Company, but technically Cameron Grimes hasn't had a figure at all. So I think that would be a very cool pickup. Other than that, WWE has released figures from wrestlers that I love, whether it be, you know, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae and, you know, a bunch of other talent that I watched come up through the ranks in the independent scene. So yeah, that's, it's pretty much a lot of AEW people for me. But once a lot of those guys get figures, especially Eddie Kingston, Ethan page and Marco stunt, that's a day one pre-order for me. What about you guys? Who are your picks that will do it for me this week? No, no spade or neuter this week, but I, I do want to mention something that I've always thought of, especially while listening to the intro of this show. Jeff, you always say you are real-life brothers, not storyline brothers, which, true, but then you say you are sitting next to or sitting across from whatever Scott. Um, the way I look at it, it's real-life brother, not storyline brother, but sitting next to, not in real life, but in storyline-wise, you are. I don't know. Always kind of makes me chuckle. But I will take my answer off the air. Talk to you guys next week. Later.
1: Uh, Justin, no one was supposed to know that, so like Thanos, I will make it all disappear. Justin, shh.
0: Shh. Quick, snap your fingers. Very good. Uh, Hold on. Wave the men in black pen just to back it up.
1: Mechanical pencil. Mechanical pencil. You're (laughs) supposed to see it. (laughs) 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 It works because it was Justin's question. Okay, (laughs) so a little backstory to that is I always say uh, sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother. Well, technically Scott is on FaceTime and he's sitting next to me. I'm peeling back the curtain. I mean, it's been five years, so I guess I could do this, but so when we were sitting next to each other for the first eight, nine months of the show. Mm, Yeah, it was about that. We were literally sitting right across from each other. So, and that's how I got into that spiel of sitting alongside next to me. So I will say sitting alongside next to me has continued on because Scott is still sitting alongside next to me via FaceTime. Maybe not in the literal sense of literally sitting right next to me, but technically speaking, he is sitting alongside next to me. So that's why I always say that he's still there with me doing the show because he's right there.
0: Yeah, technology and stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. So anyways, that's why I keep saying that uh, part at the beginning of the show. You weren't supposed to pick up on that, Justin, but...
0: Just <laughs> play along, like when you're watching wrestling.
1: It shows you're listening, and I, I appreciate that. I can't be too mad at that. <laughs> uh, now, go. <laughs> so going to your question, people that I want a figure of in WWE, I'm going to go NXT, Bronson Reed. That would be a good one. I'm looking forward to his first figure. It's funny, dude. There was something about him when we went to Santa Cruz and saw NXT... Uh, a couple years back, there was something about Bronson Reed because he was on the you know first two matches I think or something like that, first two or three matches, and he was a big intimidating guy. And I was like, okay, this is like an '80s wrestler, you know, and he he can move pretty good. And it was he did a good job. So I started to follow as he started to get more TV time, and I'm like, okay, this guy's pretty good. So I was like, okay, now I want to get this guy to get a figure, and I'm hoping he does get a figure because I think that is a toyetic figure a toyetic look so uh Bronson Reed is one for me now switching over to AEW I agree with you with Eddie Kingston Eddie Kingston is a guy that's long overdue for a figure um a lot of these guys have already gotten their first figures MJF Jungle Boy Luchasaurus those were figures that we were so excited for for AEW and a lot of those guys have already gotten figures um Marco Stun is another that I'm looking forward to seeing get a figure and a lot of these guys are also in the pipeline to get their figures. For example, like Wardlow, Wardlow's in the pipeline. He's, he's coming soon in another, in a future series. Uh, There's a whole roster of guys that have never had figures in there that are getting figures that I'm looking forward to.
0: I've really only got one name, dude. And that's Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, great call. I have a feeling when they start releasing Shotzi figures, the floodgates are going to open. It's going to be like when we were so, wanting a Bray Wyatt slash Fiend in our collection. And then Mattel just kind of opened up the floodgates and we got a ton of Bray slash Fiend figures. So I really think that's going to happen with with Shotzi. It's going to be basic. It's going to be elite. It's probably going to be in their battle pack or whatever the title plate series is called now. But you've got to think, with as much hype as that tank got they're going to be making a Shotzi with the tank. So she's a local person. We've seen her at Hood Slam a few times. In fact, Eddie from the Drunk Wrestling History podcast Slam danced with her while, oh gosh, what was it? Oh, Arnocore was playing in the ring. And Shotzi had just finished her match. Arnocore got in the ring. They were playing. And Shotzi was outside the ring dancing. And Ed <laughs> Martin went up and started dancing with her. It was awesome. So there's kind of like that local feel. And it did like... Much like Johnny Gargano with Justin, like that's kind of how we feel about Shotzi out here. So I'm excited for those floodgates to open and start hitting us with those Shotzi figures.
1: That's a great call, dude. That's an excellent call. I didn't even think about that. Well, thank you. Yeah, and I think it'd be
0: great if they did the tank with her too. I know we've kind of talked that to death, but it's going to be a miss if they don't come out with that tank. Got to have the firing rocket with it too.
1: And she also did
0: horror stuff out here. She did. Creepy Creepy Kofi movie time.
1: That's it. That's it. Yeah. It was late night, Saturday nights. They would uh, show horror movies. Yep. But they also had like girls dancing. Yes. And a, a host of the show or something like that. I never watched them, but like, you know, I'd stop for the girls dancing, you know. And I, uh, <laughs> what? Nuh uh.
0: That doesn't sound like you.
1: Oh, ten 10 years. <laughs> um, but <laughs> will you stop? Sorry, sorry, sorry. But anyways, yeah, she was on there as well doing the dances with the... They'd have like a main horror guy kind of introducing the movies and kind of doing some wacky stuff. And they would do this late at Saturday nights. And it was actually kind of a funny watch because there was a lot of people that were all into this and they looked forward to it because it would start at like 1130 and end at 130, like Saturday Night Live or something. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Justin, for... Your question, and again, you weren't supposed to pick up on Scott sitting alongside next to me. You weren't supposed to...
0: Virtually. We are virtually sitting right next to each other.
1: Do I have to amend the beginning?
0: No. Keep it going.
1: Thank God. Thank God, because I've got the spiel down to a T, and even adding one word would mess me up.
0: Well, you already snapped your fingers and waved the men in black pen, so I think we're good. They've already forgotten, dude. Don't worry.
1: Justin, just joking around. Thank you so much for getting your question in. Thank you, man. We we greatly appreciate you. We love you over here. Scott, last question of the week comes in from Josh Thompson. Josh says, well, boys, it's that time again. Time for JT's predictions on what we're going to see at SDCC. Forgive me for the length, guys, but I'm going to be covering everything from Mattel and to AEW to FTC and Super 7. For
0: Mattel... JT, you never have to apologize for your length, my friend. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Words to live by.
1: How did I catch that? (laughs) I don't know.
0: I was waiting for it. You didn't pick the low-hanging fruit, so...
1: Thank you for catching that, dude. (laughs) You're welcome.
0: You're welcome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) For Mattel, we are going to be seeing most, if not all, of the elites we'll expect to see for the rest of the year for Elite S- Series 88 to 95. New elite figures we can expect. Dexter Loomis. Scott, have you been talking to JT? Hey,
0: you know, you just got to lead off with a single. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> JT? I feel you on that one.
1: It's a hit by pitch, but like you said, results <laughs> are the same. You get on base. Cameron Grimes. Justin just talked about that one. Yep. Austin Theory. Austin Theory. RVD, Bronson Reed, Drew Gulak, Jason Riker, and Dominic Mysterio. Along with the contract extension, Mattel will also reveal the new Mattel creation site with a new Mattel creation to boot. As much as I like it to be an elite stage, I think Mattel is going to hold off in favor of a Mr. America elite.
0: Oh, so that's his prediction for the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive? Or is that for the first figure for the Mattel creation site?
1: I think it's going to be the Mattel creation site.
0: Okay, so no prediction on what the SDCC exclusive is going to be?
1: Nothing as of right now. Hmm, okay. While we won't be getting the Elite Stage, this SDCC, we will be getting a playset of some kind. Honestly, JT, I hope you are correct for your sake. And uh, ring skirts sake.
0: Yes, all the figure photographers out there, for sure.
1: AEW, a reveal of some of the playsets sets AEW has announced, including the entrance stage... And the golf cart. That's funny. New figures, Hybrid 2, Brian Pillman Jr., FTR, Matt Seidel, Peter Avalon, and Powerhouse Hobbs. I can't wait for that Powerhouse Hobbs figure if it is true because he is also a local guy that we're talking about locals. Powerhouse Hobbs is a local guy. Absolutely. Two packs will be revealed along with a two pack of the announcers possibly. FTC, Brian Pillman Jr. and Eli Drake's figures will be released, if not during, sometime after SDCC. More ROH guys will also be announced. I hope so. Super 7, the rest of Series 3 will be announced, crossing my fingers, for one of them to be Kota Ibushi. It has to be. And finally, Boss Fight. The next Legends of Lucha Libre figures will be announced sometime during SDCC. Apologize again for the length there, boys. You want to take that one, Scott?
0: Nope, feel free. I grabbed the first one.
1: (laughs) Never apologize for your length. (laughs) But what are your predictions and thoughts? What is going to happen at SDCC? Okay, so we've talked about this a little bit at length, but the contract extension needs to be re-upped.
0: Yeah, which JT said it would be, so I'm hoping he's right.
1: And it makes sense for them to, we've talked about this to death, just renew with Mattel. That just makes the most sense, just make it happen.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. When a company's really hitting its stride like Mattel is, you don't want to see them just drop the license. No, it's got to be extended. Go 20-plus years, please, this this partnership with Mattel and WWE.
1: So on Friday, July 23rd at 11 a.m. GMT time, they are going to be doing the panel, the Fan Elite Squad panel. The superstars of WWE and Mattel action figure design team reveal the most exciting authentic upcoming wwe figure releases moderated by the last professional broadcaster sam roberts the panel features mattel squad members bill McKenna and steve ozer and wwe superstars bianca Belair, johnny gargano dominic mysterio and adam cole lanny poffo also doesn't need to apologize for his length anyways
0: or scorpio
1: oh that's right
0: uh too cold not scorpio sky that's what mick foley said anyway (laughs) allegedly well i think he called him a genitalic freak of nature (laughs) i believe were his words
1: anyways in fact let's let's not get off on a tangent (laughs) anyways so july 23rd is when they're going to be doing the reveals so i'm looking forward to it for jt and ring skirts i'm hoping for some play sets i'm not sure what they would be able to do as far as play sets i mean Maybe like an old Raw stage from the old school Raw. Remember the R-A-W huge letters?
0: Oh, that would be awesome. Especially if you could fit the figures on top of it to leap off of. Yep. Or like the Smackdown Fist. Yep. That would be cool.
1: That'd be cool play sets for people to play with. And I think that would lead to a lot of awesome looking photography.
0: Well, what about the Boneyard? You don't even need to put a figure with it. I mean, you could put an Undertaker if you wanted to. But I think people would just be happy with the Boneyard playset.
1: Yeah, for AEW playsets sets also. Um, Scott and I have talked and joked about this before, but uh, it'd be cool if they did the Jericho cruise. <laughs> in in scale with the USS flag.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that would be something, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> I don't know how many people would actually want that. but It comes with a slapped- Captain
0: Stubing figure.
1: But if you put a, if you slap an AEW real scale ring, that might uh, add to it. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Oh, um,
0: man. Yeah, they'll sell maybe one of those. Uh,
1: no, nah, it would be cool if they did something similar to Daly's place. I don't know about naming rights. I don't know if they would be able to do it. But just do something cool like that. Like have the two entrances from the side with a stage. That would be cool. Yeah, I could see that. Backstage sets, you know, stuff like that. That would be cool. And with that talk, that rounds out the show. We want everybody to head on over to, actually, I'm going to throw in Wrestling Figure Database. We didn't get into the nostalgia segment tonight. I want everybody to go over and check out the Wrestling Figure Database where they have every single figure that's ever been released. Great website, great layout, easy to navigate. Dylan, thank you for putting that together. Dylan, thank you again for the review. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. We appreciate the website you have thrown together again. That's Dot. And also, check out WrestlingToyTracker.com, where you can go over and check the loose and carded prices of LJNs, Gloobs, Hasbros, Just Toys bendoms, Defining Moments, and Retros. Oh, SDCC, Retros. They showed off Piper and Mean Gene.
0: Yeah, you gotta figure we're gonna see some finished product of the Retros there, right?
1: Yeah, I, they showed off the renderings yes. of Mean Gene and Piper. Hopefully we get some finished product and some series announcements.
0: Ooh, maybe regarding play sets as well for the retros, maybe like another ring, maybe a steel cage, maybe a ring cart, maybe our first female.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, it has to be Becky Lynch, right?
0: I want it to be Miss Elizabeth in the white dress from WrestleMania 4.
1: Are they just, for the retros, are they just going all retro people? Well,
0: you know, they didn't do that the first time around. You had kind of a mix of the two. Right. But if the He-Man line is any indication, it's going to be old school names.
1: Okay. Okay. In the meantime, go check out wrestlingtoytracker.com and check out those card and lose prices for those toys if you are in the hunt for them. Again, wrestlingtoytracker.com. Also, before I get into the podcast buddies, GBM, thank you again for doing this great giveaway. Also, I want to throw it over to our podcasting buddies, Breaker and Bane, Retro Talk, Movie Talk, Wrestling Talk, Toy Talk, and so much more. And also, I want to throw it over to TB Toycast. With Travis Fowler and Brian Breaker do talking toys over there, talking a wide range of toys. So TB, Toy Cast, wherever you get your podcast from, and Breaker Side Project. You know it's fake, right? Also check out our buddies doing the favor. Check out their website, doingthefavor.com. They got the SKUs, the UPCs, and while you're over there, listen to their shows. So again, doing the favor, where Eric and Barry. Uh Eric was talking about uh noodles. And uh, the noodles he would cook up, and he adds all this stuff, and he's like becoming a gourmet chef. It was actually kind of funny. <laughs>
0: he's like, like ramen noodles.
1: Yeah, he says there's these thicker noodles that they release at Walmart, and he says because some people are bigger, they run out of the noodles over at Walmart. These thicker noodles. I see. And he finally fa- he found a case of them, and he was like, he, he, he was he went to town on them. Anyways, he became <laughs> a chef, dude. Just just. To- he was like Gordon Ramsay talking about what he was adding to it, like diced up onion, crack an egg. I was like, oh, that sounds hella good. Anyways.
0: So soon you could be talking about his new YouTube show, Cooking with Mr. Brown.
1: And Barry would just be eating cheesy eggs, which are delicious, by the way. Yeah,
0: that would actually be pretty funny. Eric's oh, cooking and Barry's just eating in the background.
1: He's just eating cheesy eggs. <laughs> yeah,
0: nothing to do with what Eric's cooking. Just Barry's eating. That would be awesome.
1: So check out doingthefavor.com and their show over there. Also, I want to throw it over to the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Steve and Eric, this past show for the 4th of July, they put out like a uh, patriotic uh, wrestling show, which is actually kind of cool. They talked about all the patriotic stuff that has happened in wrestling and their favorites. For example, Mr. America.
0: Aha. Lex Luger.
1: Lex Luger was the first one they kicked it off on. And anyways, that still frustrates me.
0: Uh well, okay, but why does it frustrate you?
1: Okay, so they do this three or four-month build. Yep. And it's such a strong build, and you get behind Lex. Everybody's believing in the Lex Luger and the the Lex Express and all that stuff. And they get to SummerSlam, and he wins by countout.
0: Yeah, and then they dropped all the confetti in the balloons, and you're like,
1: he didn't win the belt. But he didn't win the belt.
0: Yeah, and guys are, like, hoisting him up on their shoulders, and... Uh, it was very weird. I agree with you.
1: Yeah. It's it's one of the poorest booking decisions. Oh, God. Could you imagine if the internet was around back then? Yeah. <laughs> dude, talk about a field day. Oh,
0: my goodness. You think they're bad with Raw right now? What they would have done with <laughs> that event? Oh, boy.
1: Yeah. Any hoot. Uh, so check out that episode of Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. Steve, we love you, dude. chick fil show. Marco. Sheena. Seth putting together a fun show and have a fun Facebook group. Scott, you mentioned them to earlier tonight. It's a lot of fun over at that Facebook group. And you learn some things. You do. You do. So check out the chick Foley's Facebook group on, well, Facebook and check out their show anywhere where you get your podcast from wrestling. Cheers. Justin, very observant of you to realize Scott is not literally sitting next to me. Just virtually, virtually sitting next. So wait, Sitting alongside next to me is my real life wait, no, I can't say it. Virtually sitting next to me. Yes. That's yes. how it has to that's how it has to go, no. But we want you to check out the Wrestling Cheers podcast with Justin Summers, where he talks about AIW. He did a QA last week on his show, dude, and he uh he gave his Chipotle order and he was running down everything he gets in the burrito. And I was all, ooh, that sounds so good if it wasn't from Chipotle. <laughs>
0: So we are kind of spoiled out in this neck of the woods. We have a lot of taquerias yep. that like Chipotle is good, right? But when you eat at a lot of the taquerias around here, good doesn't cut it because there are just some taquerias that put Chipotle to shame.
1: Dude, our worst taqueria can put Chipotle to shame.
0: <laughs> Obviously, we're not sponsored by Chipotle.
1: Or any Taqueria.
0: (laughs) Or any, unfortunately, any Taqueria. Yes, that's a good point. Although I will say there is a Taqueria here in town that I refuse to eat at. I don't want to name it. You know, I'm not here to like bury anybody's business. But I had food poisoning for exactly 48 hours after eating their, oh gosh, the green pork. Chili Verde. I had a Chili Verde burrito and woke up at like 2 in the morning With all of the symptoms. And it literally lasted a whole 48 hours. So I will never eat there again. The bad part is my oldest daughter's boyfriend worked there for a minute. So of course your first thought is, go get some free food. (laughs) No, not even free. Never chancing it again. I won't name it by name, but there is a taqueria here in Tracy that Chipotle is actually better than.
1: Which sucks, too, because they used to have some really good food.
0: That's why I went there. Yeah, it was like 10 o'clock at night or 9 o'clock at night. We went in. They're one of the only taquerias in town that stays open late. So we went in there. Oh, I was so happy. Chowed down on the Chili Verde burrito. It was so good. And then paid for it for the next two days.
1: Oh, dude, that's weak because their food was so good when I used to go out there all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And it, you know what? It might still be good, and I might have just gotten you know, the tail end of their Chili Verde that night. And it just, it literally wrecked me all bad. (laughs) But yeah, I remember it being really good, but I'll, I don't know. I'll never find out.
1: Next time I'm out there, dude, we need to go to that pizza place that sells out within two hours.
0: Yeah. There's that pizza place here in Tracy called Hella Pie, which is, you know, appropriate for California. You call it place Hella Pie, but it's outstanding. They have the Bam Bam Bigelow and awesome, awesome pizza. So yeah, that's definitely a good spot. And they started doing square pizzas too. They call them square pies. uh,
1: Like uh, Detroit style?
0: Like Detroit style, exactly. And they're smaller. You know, they're almost like a personal pizza, but that place is so good. If you're ever in Tracy, hit up Hella Pie. That place is awesome.
1: Detroit style, shout out to my buddy Fred, who's from Detroit. There you go. Also, check out our buddy RJ over at Ringside Rant. He has been getting some killer guests lately. just sat down with Killian Dane for an interview. Nice. Yeah. RJ, we're happy for you, man. So check out RJ. dude. Check out RJ over at ringside rant. Check out Marty and Rucker over at boots of the face. Also check out Tim's pulling up a chair and Scott drunk wrestling history. what you got?
0: Yes. Eddie, Adam, myself, weekly show. Follow us on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. The show that dropped this past Friday is an overview and a summary, maybe a few choice words for the infamous brawl for all tournament. Yes, Dark Side of the Ring covered it, but, you know, we we had to throw in our two cents too. So we have a quick episode about the brawl for all, the hilarity that ensued, the unfortunate injuries that came of it. We cover all of it. Drunk Wrestling History, wherever you find your podcasts at. Again, on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. Because we are Drunk Wrestling History, we're not always accurate, but we are always drunk.
1: Wait a second, wait a second. Did you guys do as good of a job on it as Vice did?
0: No, of course not, because they have an hour-long show. We did a 205 jive on it, so we only did about maybe 20, 25 minutes tops on it.
1: Oh, yours will be better, because you guys were drunk.
0: Right, right, and we didn't hold back.
1: Uh, Granted, Jim
0: Cornette didn't hold back either, but he wasn't drinking. (laughs) We were drinking.
1: Check out Drug Wrestling History. Also check out our buddies Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. And every single day, Ryan Buds does trivia with Buds. And if you're in the Tennessee area, or state, I guess I should say, Ryan Buds is out there now, and I think he's starting to hit up some breweries and do some trivia. So check him out if you are in that area. I'm not sure if he's in Nashville or wherever he is in Tennessee, but... Look him up on Facebook. And if he's hitting up any breweries, go check out his live trivia with Buds. Scott, roll call.
0: Yes, going to start off with the amazing, super talented Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. Hit him up on Twitter or any social medias at The Art of Jason Wolf, or better yet, head over to his website, Doyle, D O Y L E Draws.com. You can get in touch with the man himself, commission some artwork. Hit him up, super professional. Your work is done quickly, your work is done correctly, and looks incredible. The man himself, Jason Wolf, give him a follow again. Social media at the Art of Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. And Jeff, I want to throw it out this week to all the figure photographers out there that brighten up my timeline and should brighten up yours as well. There's a ton of them out there. Figure Kingdom, the great Nate at Ringskirts on Twitter. There's so many. I don't want to leave anybody out, but there's a ton. If you go check out one, you're going to see links to all the other ones. Give them a follow. I love seeing figure photography on my timeline, and I don't thank them enough, not as much as I should, but there is some great, great figure photography out there. James Bowen, just some great stuff. Give those guys a follow. Brighten up your social media timelines, and Jeff, that rounds out Roll Call.
1: Great call, man, on bringing up the figure photographers. They're doing some great jobs. Scott, for episode 286, anything else?
0: Stay safe, stay healthy.
1: Fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 286. Hashtag fig life. Adios.
2: Fully holdable Let's go
0: Jeff and Scott the Tomb Brothers Busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box M.O.C Happy toy hunting We'll see you next week with the OGs of W.F.P